Mark, do you do you also work with Chris Taylor? Or oh, are no, you just God. on the, <laughs> That would be a nightmare. I I think for a while I had the impression that everyone on Magmar Sucks also worked with Chris Taylor. Like it was no. an office production and maybe also no. lived together in a big house. You know, this might have just that been would be fun. this might have just been a fantasy I had more than a thing I thought. <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin your I'm sorry to ruin your image. Track of Chris Taylor's location <laughs> <laughs> should be monitored at all times. <laughs> Although I, I, I otherwise, how will we know? <laughs> um, I did listen to uh, an episode of Magmar Sucks the other day. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, thank goodness! It's a, I, do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quality program, and uh, you increased our listenership by like. 15 percent don't get me wrong i do download it every day (laughs) okay okay but john it doesn't come out daily (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) gotcha bitch it doesn't it it seems like it does monday wednesday friday okay well that's basically every day you could download this you could just keep i download every episode you guys specifically made fun of us for only releasing every other day before (laughs) it seemed pretty that's not even every other day (laughs) (laughs) not anymore no not anymore no because every other day just got way too confusing and (laughs) um but no yeah I, i you uh um somebody referenced our show and then uh, somebody else said that's not this podcast, and then, and then you you interspersed our theme music, which I really like. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, your main line for primetime feline. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Mark Frazier, and I'm Jim Davis. Mark, Chris. John. It's Tuesday, September 4th, 1979, and we are looking at the 443rd ever Garfield comic strip. True. Well, bully. What's going on in this one, guys? John, in today's Garfield, Garfield gets outsassed. By a youth. Oh God, the youth! Fabulous. Oh, oh I hate those youths. Oh, millennials. <laughs> so I'm just gonna move right into panel one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got three characters in this panel. Uh, one of them is Garfield, the titular feline. True. He's standing behind a counter of sorts. And uh, he's flanked on either side by a dog named Odie and a cat <laughs> named Nermal. I'm just naming all the characters. That's, that's what I'm doing. I believe you're reading the wrong comic. I am? I, oh, did I, I skip? I'm honestly not looking. <laughs> I skipped one, didn't I? Yeah, you totally yes. did. You thought we were on Wednesday, too. God damn it. You want to just do Wednesday? Not going to let you get away with that <laughs> one. I was about to say no one will notice. But <laughs> I wonder if Mike Frazier literally just noticed. <laughs> this is why we have guests on. Yeah. Yeah, see? It's because see? Chris and I have become so jaded that, like... We... <laughs> oh, god damn it. All right. Um, 
All right, let me just readjust here. Okay, panel one, Garfield and Nermal are sitting in in, in a panel, and Garfield True. is pointing at Nermal and yeah. looking at you, the reader. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking, I gotta spend a week wet nursing Nermal, comma, here. Dot dot dot. He's cute. What do you think of the First, implication that Garfield is uh, breastfeeding normal? I, I think I'm confused by the concept. It's it's weird. It's weird, right? Yeah, it's weird. That's what I have to say. Yeah. Um, the first thing I noticed about this panel is that Garfield's index paw finger <laughs> seems to be as big as the rest of his fist. <laughs> it's true. And that seems to be as big as Normal's head. Also yeah, true. Normal is tiny. <clears throat> I mean, well, kittens are tiny. He's a kitten. Yeah. He's a kitten, kittens, Chris. kittens are very small. Yeah. Kittens, yep. kittens, kittens be tiny. <laughs> It's something they do. I had, true. I had, I had forgotten our, our popular catchphrase, <laughs> kittens be tiny. <laughs> Panel two. Um, very little to say this Same week. exact <laughs> um, drawing, except mm-hmm. Garfield's ears are now reared back. Mm-hmm. And he is no longer gesturing with his paw. He is returned to... The position of being on the table, and he says, or he thinks, I and I hate cute in quotation marks. Yeah, that has me slightly confused as to be saying like he hates like sarcastic cute or fake cute. So shouldn't he be okay with normal? <laughs> like shouldn't shouldn't he? That's a fa- it's a fair it's a fair <coughs> statement because. He refers to normal the first time as just plain old actual cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, he says how he hates like fake cute. I'm really glad that you noticed that. Mm-hmm. Because that is that is like the worst kind of inconsistency. Like it really ought to be quotation marks both times or not at all. This is highly rep- reminiscent of an idea. <laughs> really don't need to remind you this, but I believe it was uh, Friday the 31st of August, 1979, just last week. You no doubt recall the late Lyle, Garfield's pet aunt, who he squashed and then referred to as, quotation marks, the late Lyle. Chris, Um, if that was last Friday, that airs today, right? uh, I believe it does air today, the very day we're recording. Yes. I have not listened sure to did. it yet. I just listened to it this morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, John, you didn't need to listen to it. It's, it's a, you, you were here when we recorded it and complained, Estense, I think, at ostensibly. some length about the about the incorrect use of, quota, inter, incorrect use of quotation marks. Um, also about the difference between a smear and a dot. Yeah, we may have got into that some. <laughs> Sometimes we get into the weeds. Uh, you know. Um yeah, so Jim Davis just seems to be using quotation marks kind of for emphasis here. Mm. Which I know... We're... So the exact wrong way to use quotation marks. It right. is... Could not be any more wrong. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna voice what's clearly an unpopular <laughs> Do it. Do opinion it. here. But, John, you know that I am not 
a prescriptivist prescriptivist in grammar. Use is meaning. The fact of the matter is that quotation marks are frequently, in informal English, used apparently just for decoration or emphasis <laughs> around random words. <laughs> if it's in standard practice, it is no longer incorrect. The obsession with correcting these little quirks of grammar is is merely an elitist shibboleth that the, the well-educated use. Chris, faith is the true shibboleth. Okay. Uh... Fair. I stand corrected. Message, we're not, we're not, message received. We're not talking about uh, about grammar. We're talking about punctuation. I feel like there's a there there is a world of difference. Was, you are you are scaling Mount Everest's of mansplainery right now. Punctuation is a part of I'm not, grammar. I'm not. I, I'm strictly it's a part of syntax. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Actually, it's <laughs> not to not to put too fine a point on it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, Whatever. L- like I have the same response as you do. I think when I see those quotation marks, where I'm like, "Well, that's clearly wrong and it's kind of embarrassing." <laughs> well, even if it's not clearly wrong, you should have at least done it the same way twice. I think I disagree with both of you. Just and here's how. John, the law of the excluded middle. If you agree with Mark, you have to disagree with me and vice versa. I, I It's not even clearly wrong, and that's the problem with it. If it were clearly wrong, like, it's not clear what he's saying here, and that's the biggest problem that I have with it. Mm. Like, I don't... I guess maybe I actually agree with both of you. I don't know. I, I just don't understand. But that's the thing. I like. I don't really, even honestly, get it. I don't even difference? know. I can't even reach my own feelings about this. It's just, it's so fucked up. I mean, it sounds like you're a victim of toxic masculinity. I mean, obviously, yes. Yeah, but you can't deal with the ambiguity. I don't know how that relates to our podcast. There are multiple <laughs> ways of reading panel two of today's strip. What's wrong with that? Well, I mean, one of them has to be wrong, right? At least one of the ways. I don't know. Do they? Like, this is this is art. It's art. Wait, so yeah, you're whatever. going with Garfield as art now? No, nah, I'm just talking. Ooh, that's a bold yeah, stance. Yeah, that's that's that's, uh, that's a that's a bit of a reversal for you. I mean, I guess I... Really putting yourself out there. You know, if you put me on the spot, I guess I would say that Garfield is art. It's not good art as such. Uh, And it's very commercialized pop art. But yeah, no, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying Garfield is not art. It's pop art, so it's Andy Warhol then? Uh, It's more of a Roy Lichtenstein. Panel Um, panel three? I mean, look, I'm not gatekeeping here. I'm not going to tell you that Garfield is not art, but Wagner's ring cycle is. Who am I to say that? Yeah, fair point. point. Who am I to say that Berg's Wozzeck represents art 
and Jim Davis's Garfield does not, just because Jim Davis misused quotation marks. Longzam, Votek. Longzam. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, panel three. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, Nermal has been hearing Garfield's thoughts. Should I have said Schoenberg's Piero Lunaire instead yes, of Berg's? Yes, that would have. That would have been. I think that would have been a. That would have been error. a reference the the kids could really uh, appreciate. <laughs> the common man kids love uh, their Schoenberg. Would have been relatable then. Well, so I mean, they, tired of these millennials Instagramming their uh, Schoenberg's Piero Lunaire. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, look at me planking <coughs> on the Sprecht Stinger. Sorry, go on. Uh, Normal thinks, don't knock it, Jack. Not Garfield's name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I make a killing posing for greeting cards. Yeah. Garfield is sad. I don't have much to say about that. Um, it, I I think this is the first time that it's ever been implied that another animal could hear Garfield's thoughts, right? Oh. I mean, that's that's definitely what's happening here. Mm. Garfield thinks a thing, and then the other character thinks a response. Yeah. And Garfield appears to understand. So you're saying they're communicating telepathically. I, I think that's the only interpretation there is. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Um, okay. I mean, Odie never has thoughts. True. So, you know, he wasn't available for... for... Uh, Odie is pure and good. <laughs> doesn't have to think. <laughs> but uh, before Normal, there hasn't really been another... Uh, what... I'm trying to think there if there have been, been other, other animals. Cats, but they haven't... They, they've been one-offs and they haven't ever Yeah, there was the anything. unnamed brute, right? Yeah. The right, little, there was like a bulldog or that something was getting, that was getting beaten up. the The other animals have never thought anything. I don't believe. Yeah. Um. So this is like the first time that Garfield's solipsism has has actually broken. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot of ways to read that, aren't there? Um. <clears throat> yeah. You want to enumerate those for us? No, on, I do I gotta, not. I got to go open the door to let my cat out. <laughs> no, I do. Well, I mean, okay. Number one, Garfield and Normal are okay. communicating telepathically. Number two, Normal is merely a figment of Garfield's imagination. Um, but wouldn't that also mean that John's a figment of Garfield's imagination because John interacted with Nermal. Or, 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 or was John uh, holding uh, something other than a cat yesterday when he said meet Nermal? Yeah, it could have just been a, could have just been a ball a bearing. A toy. A ball bearing. Ball bearing Chewable is much better. ball bearing. Ball bearing. Maybe his hand was just a empty. Giant chewy ball bearing. Maybe he was gaslighting Garfield. It's maybe, like maybe it's also the case that John is insane and and like thought he was holding a kitten mm-hmm. when he wasn't. I want that one. Yep. <clears throat> uh, reading two sub A. Normal is real, but his thoughts are a figment of Garfield's imagination. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, Garfield remains the only animal capable of sentience. Uh, mm. Those might be my only readings. One, two, and two sub A. Wait, so Garfield really is a solipsist then? Well, is he? I mean, we don't know. Like, this is this is the first time that um, that his thoughts have been very clearly 
read by another character. Well, okay. Now, does that make him a solipsist, though? Because because we're the ones seeing this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like Garfield... Uh, we're not saying... You're not saying that Garfield believes that there are no other uh, sentient beings in existence. We, we, you're saying that... that what? I'm saying that Garfield... Uh, Prior to panel three of today's strip, Garfield has been trapped in a prison of his own sentience. He's been, he's cognizant of, of English speech and capable of forming English sentences in his mind, but not capable of articulating them. It's a nightmarish existence. I mean, he's still that way, isn't he? I don't, but Nermal read his thoughts. In panel four, Garfield is astounded and thinks, oh, my God, someone can finally understand me. This is the happiest day of my life. That's actually Garfield's response to Nermal is like the most astounding thing here. He's just like, yeah, the kitten can understand me. Finally, someone to talk to, I guess. In panel five, Matt Dillahunty walks in and says, there is no solution for hard solipsism. Uh, I, mean, I think we true, can put this one to bed. I, I imagine so, yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Mm-hmm. Zorn. All Zorn. You can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes or the uh, podcatching machine of your choice. Thank you for doing so. Please visit our blog at www.beingjimdavis.com where you can get in touch with us via a variety of uh, links and exciting things. Sign up to co-host the show uh, because that seems like fun. Also, follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis. You can follow me at inscrutabletaco. And I'm at the You can find me at my podcast, Magmar Suck, at www.magmar.sucks. Thanks for listening, you bunch of animals. And Margaret is also available on the internet. Is that wrong? Oh, yes. People are going to want to follow you on at RoboBobatron. I'll let them try to spell it. How else would you spell it? There's only one way I can think of. Well, yeah. I, I agree. I agree that like it's it's very clear to me how you should be spelling it, but it's incredibly misspelled very frequently. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Either too many B's or too few O's hmm. or they tried to there's a, there's an A in there and people want to just drop that. It just seems pretty straightforward to me. Robo I mean, if they're gonna be dropping O's. I agree. Uh, fuck them. So John, as you know, every Tuesday we reach into the Being Jim Davis mailbag. Uh, we received an email just yesterday from Daniel Wolberwood. This was sent to Joan at beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> Daniel Wolberwood, also also very close to being the first person to have ever emailed you at john at beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> just a letter. Stick to it, Daniel. You, you'll get there. Um Email. No, I, I assume it's, he was trying to email. It's very difficult. Uh, Joan Cusack. It's possible. I've tried. It's very difficult. It's possible. Uh, who, who has not been on the show yet. No, not yet. Uh, subject line, formal request. Text of email. <laughs> Sir, I'd like to formally request through this missive that you don't spend extended periods yelling into the microphone. 
as you did a few <laughs> weeks ago with your rendition of Patrick Henry's address to the Virginia House of Burgesses. <laughs> Although I'm sure its intent is comedic, perhaps I shouldn't be I'm, so certain. I'm not sure of that. Yep, a little bit, little bit of shade there being thrown by Daniel Wolberwood. <laughs> also, like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go there, incorrect use of an apostrophe in the word "its" to form the possessive. It's a shibboleth, John. Prescriptive grammar is, is a shibboleth <laughs> used by elites to keep the common if man If he's going to nitpick, I feel like you can too. Yeah, you know. Uh, I find it to be horribly irritating and quite disrupting since I most often listen while attempting to fall asleep. Wow, what a mistake. <laughs> yeah, to, of all the podcasts to choose to listen to to put you to sleep, I'm not saying this program is not boring. It's boring. <laughs> the dynamic range. Uh, your podcast performed the job of sleeping aid admirably when you aren't yelling at the very least. Respectfully, Daniel. Um Daniel, I, False. Ap- I apologize for waking you up. When you- look, I listen to podcasts to fall asleep. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cast dispersions there. I have. I honestly have a lot of trouble sleeping these days. And I think the only thing that will get me to sleep is listening to podcasts. I can't. I can't say quite why. And I have. I'm not taking issue with him wanting to listen to podcasts. I'm taking issue with choosing this one to fall asleep. I to. mean, on the one hand, it does dis- it does demonstrate very poor judgment, <laughs> but on the other, like we have a limited number of listeners, and I'm not prepared to let this one. This guy is probably like two or three percent of our listenership. I don't want to. I don't want to listen. I'm actively aggressive towards our listeners, and they seem to stick with us. <laughs> Look, I don't want I don't want to kick this guy off the bus. So Daniel, as a special treat for you right now. <clears throat> oh, he's going to do some like ASMR stuff. They tell us, sir, that we're weak, unable to cope with so formidable an adversary. But when shall we be stronger? Will it be next week or the next year? Will it be when we are totally disarmed? And when a British guard shall be stationed in every house, shall we gather strength by irresi... No, I'm not going to... It's too long. Fuck you, Just like listening... <laughs> Just like NPR. No? Okay. All right. I. You know, it's it's actually a very long speech when you're not shouting Oh, it. yeah. <laughs> There's no retreat it's, but in submission and too. slavery. Our chains I was the are I was already Googling what you were saying so I could I could uh, find the text and estimate how long I had. Oh, it's, it's the same one. It's the give, give me liberty or oh, give me death okay. speech. Okay. Uh, oh, I can't yeah, I remembered it last time, so, yeah. No, I definitely remember it now. Their um, flanking may be heard on the plains of Boston. The war is in heaven. Let it come, sir. I repeat. Let it come. Anyway. No, I'm sure that was exactly how. Uh, he's probably a considered. 